Are you ready to articulate yourself so well in conversations that getting friends came easily to you? Yes? Good! Because this is the Speak Up to Connect podcast, and I'm your host, Nicole Jean. I truly believe that a conversation is an investment in a relationship, and there is no other more important life skill than knowing how to strike up an engaging conversation with someone, authentically connect with another human being, and build a meaningful relationship. Want to know how to get this? Then let's get into the episode. Today we're talking about a very sensitive subject, at least for some of you. Some of you might find this a sensitive topic, a really vulnerable area for you. Do you feel like you're not attractive enough to get friends? Like real talk here. Is there some physical trait of yours that you're just, you hate or you're not happy with and it makes you feel depressed, lonely, and even scared to talk to people? Uh... Maybe you're too short, maybe you're too tall, maybe uh, your teeth are too yellow, or your teeth are crooked, or maybe your body isn't quite in shape. Maybe there's some extra pounds on you that you like to lose. And if only that part of you was different, if only that physical aspect of you was different, then you'd be more confident then if you could change those physical features about you that you hate, then you'd have all the confidence in the world to walk up to someone, to smile and say hi and to start a conversation. Is that how you feel? For those of you who are new here, hi, my name is Nicole Jean. I am your people skills coach and I help you converse with ease and get more friends as an adult. And this topic today was inspired by someone that I was chatting with in the direct messages on Instagram. And I'm not going to say their name, just to respect their privacy, of course. But they told me that they're not happy with their smile. And it prevents them from being authentic with other people, being their authentic self in conversations with others. And when this person told me that, it really hit me. I realized that, you know, if this person feels this way, maybe other people feel this way as well. And so I wanted to make this message for you today. You know, sometimes it can be really hard if you have bad teeth and you you don't feel comfortable smiling at the checkout person at Walmart or Target. And, you know, missing out on those micro interactions, those tiny, minute interactions it can feel really depressing. It can feel really isolating. And now, you know, for the people who plan on getting braces, plan on getting their teeth whitened, plan on getting Invisalign, wonderful. More power to you. But this message today is for the people who are not going to get any procedures to change their physical appearance. This is those for those people who are stuck being short, being tall, uh, stuck being flat-chested, stuck with a skin condition that causes an obvious visible rash, maybe on your face, your hands, the visible parts of your body, whatever it is. This is is a message for people who cannot change their physical 
attribute that they're just not happy with. And this episode is really going to start changing the way you think about yourself. So I'm excited. So let's go. First, I want to start off by telling you a story because I love telling stories. They really paint a picture. I have really short, stubby fingers. If you're watching this on the YouTube live stream or the Instagram live stream, I'm showing you my hands. Or if you're listening on the podcast episode, then go feel feel free to watch any of my social media content on YouTube, on Instagram. Uh, look at my hands. I have really short, stubby fingers. And <clears throat> ever since I was in high school, I remember I was always told by other classmates, by other girls, that long, slender fingers are pretty. That long, slender fingers are gorgeous. And I should grow my nails out. Or I should paint my nails all the time. Make sure they're always painted to cover up the fact that my nails are sh- my fingers are short and stubby. And I should do certain things to make my fingers look pretty, like a hand model or like a, you know, a regular, a regular model or a movie star. Because no one on entertainment, no one in the modeling world, even hand models don't have short, stubby fingers like mine. And, you know, the truth is, yes, I do have short, stubby fingers. I do. In fact, but I don't think they're ugly. I don't think they're ugly. In fact, I think they're beautiful. And I'm going to tell you why. I think I have the most beautiful fingers and the most beautiful hands in the world. And it's because they are my mom's hands. These are my mom's hands. I have my mom's short, stubby fingers. My mom, for those of you who've been following me for a while, you'll know that my mom passed away sadly several years ago. And but before but even before she passed away, I loved looking down at my hands because I saw my mom's hands. I remember as a child my mom cooking dinner, using her hands to fold the laundry and the clothes, or even to pull me in for a big giant hug as a kid. I remember those memories and I remember my mom's hands doing all those things. And I have and when I look at my hands, I have the exact same shape of my mom's short, stubby fingers. And when I look at my hands, I think of my mom. And it makes me so happy to have these hands, to have these short, stubby fingers. And so from now on, when someone tells me that my hands are ugly, or I should grow out my nails, or I should paint my nails all the time to, to, to mimic long, slender fingers because it looks more beautiful, I just smile and I say, I think my hands are beautiful because they are for my mom. And I'm telling the story for a specific purpose. I'm not trying to brag. I'm not telling the story to brag or to show off how confident I am about my short, stubby fingers or my hands. I did this to show you something. This is something that I want you to do from now on. Did you see what I did? Any guesses? Any guesses for many of you? Did you see what I did there? I changed the way I thought about my circumstances. I changed the way I thought about my circumstances. Unless you're having surgery, unless you're changing some physical aspects of yourself, You need to think about your circumstances in a way that will serve you. 
I don't plan on ever getting surgery on my hands. I'm never going to get surgery to change the bone shape, try to get implants and elongate my fingers. I don't even know if that's an option, but I would never consider getting hand surgery. And so because I'm stuck with these hands, it's better to think differently about my hands than to victimize myself about my short stubby fingers because I'm stuck with these hands. Why would I think about it, my hands in a way that doesn't serve me? And so, you know, <clears throat> does this help, you know, if you think you're too short, you know, for example, if you think you're really short, you wish you were taller, unless you're going to get knee implants, which is a thing, unless you're going to get implants to make yourself longer or taller, why would you always think that you're too ugly because you're short? You're, you only have one life. Why would you think in a way that doesn't serve you? Why in the world would you waste your life by thinking in a way that is detrimental to your own self-confidence? How you interpret and how you perceive your circumstance is how you live your life and how you perceive yourself and how and it leads to how others perceive you. Your circumstances are fact. This is a fact. I have short, stubby fingers. That is fact. That is black and white. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Just like how the sky is blue, the grass is green. Those are facts. And no one can disagree with those facts. Sky is blue, grass is green. I have short, stubby fingers. But it's how you interpret and perceive your circumstance. That is all up to you. My fingers are short and stubby. I can either interpret that as I have ugly hands. Or I can interpret that circumstance as I have the most beautiful hands because they are my mom's. Do you see what we did there? <clears throat> you can choose how you think about your circumstances. Okay, let's try another example just to really paint this picture for you. Circumstance. I have pimples on my face. Let's say you have pimples on your face. That's a fact. There are physical red pimples on your face. No one can debate that. That is fact. But how should we interpret this fact? How should we interpret this circumstance? You can, on one hand, either think, I am ugly because I have pimples on my face. Or what's the other side of the spectrum? How could you think about this in a way that serves you? What if you thought to yourself, I have pimples on my face because my skin is oily and I always get clogged pores but because I have an oily face that means I will never have wrinkles in my life. Wow are, are you amazed? Are you amazed by this? How you think about your circumstances influences how you think about yourself. You have control over the meaning of your circumstances. That should isn't that liberating? Isn't that liberating? You have a superpower. You have absolute control over the meaning of your circumstances. And how you feel about your circumstances influences how you behave and how you act. Because if you feel confident that, you know, I have pimples because I have an oily face, but that means because I have an oily face, I will never have wrinkles. I will never have smile lines, crows, feet, wrinkles in my forehead. 
So now don't you, doesn't that make you feel more confident in talking to people? Because you see yourself in a positive way. And I'm going to give you another hint, another hint here, because I really want to help you in this if you're not planning on getting plastic surgery or cosmetic surgery or any procedure to physically change yourself. Say this thought that you have to yourself, say it. Say it to other people. Verbalize it. If you have pimples on your face, talk about it before other people have a chance to form their own thoughts about your pimples. Because if you're talking to someone and you have pimples on your face and you don't address it, you allow that time for that time allows for other people to form their own opinions about your pimples. They could be thinking, Nicole doesn't wash her face, or Nicole must have a really unhealthy diet. She must eat really unhealthy because it shows she doesn't have a healthy skin, healthy um, uh, face. But when you're in a conversation and you initiate and say, yeah, I have a lot of pimples on my face. I feel like I'm in high school every day of my life. But, you know, I have such oily skin and my pores all get clogged up all the time. But the way I see it, all that extra oil on my face means I will not have wrinkles in the future. Now you've shown other people how you perceive your pimples. And that makes other people perceive your pimples the way you do. So how you perceive yourself influences how others others perceive you. Does that make sense? This is what it means to think about your circumstances in a way that will serve you. Unless you're having surgery, it is literally a waste of your time to think of you yourself in a way that doesn't serve you. I believe in you. I want you to win in life. But it starts with you deep down inside and how you think about yourself. That's where the inner work starts. You can watch all my videos, all my content on social media. You can listen to all my podcast episodes. But until you start changing your own belief about yourself, start believing what is possible for you, um, that you're not some ugly duckling, but instead you're an onion with millions of layers and facets that are a unique combination of traits that no one in the world has this certain combination of, only you, and that makes you unique. Don't weigh so much value on one physical feature of yourself that you loathe. You are so much more than your crooked teeth, than your pimples on your face, than your height, than your short stubby fingers. You are so much more than that. And that's what you're doing when you verbalize how you perceive yourself to others. People get inspired. People get excited when they're around other positive people. People who can see things in a positive way or put a positive spin on things. These people are inspiring. I mean, how many times do you read motivational books, motivational quotes? You follow motivational quotes accounts on social media or you even watch motivational speakers on YouTube or social media or on TV. When you walk confidently into a room and you initiate a hello to someone with a wave, with eye contact, with a smile on your mouth, people are blown away. Why? Because it's so rare. Because it's so rare. People are used to being ignored. 
People are used to being neglected. People are used to not being complimented, not acknowledged. Do you know how rare it is for someone to come up and give a warm hello to a stranger walking down the street? People think people who say hi are warm, are magnetic, and really interesting. It makes people curious and excited to get to know more about you. And feeling like you're more than one physical aspect of yourself will put you light years ahead of everyone else in the world. You are the bottleneck of your life. What skills you lack is the bottleneck to the future life you dream of, to the future you you dream of. How you think about yourself is the bottleneck of your life. If you feel socially awkward, how are you going to interpret that? Right? You feel socially awkward when you in a conversation, you feel socially awkward. Fact. That's circumstance. There's no question about that. How are you going to take that? How are you going to interpret that? How will you think about that? How what how what meaning will you attribute to that fact? Will you think to yourself, <clears throat> I'm so stupid, Nicole, and I will never know how to get friends as an adult? Or will you interpret this circumstance as this is my present self telling me, hey, I need to get better people skills so I don't feel socially awkward again in the future. Do you see how your thoughts of yourself is the bottleneck to your life? Socially Awkward Bootcamp, my coaching service, can give you the principles to great people skills. Therefore, you'll know exactly how to word a conversation so that people focus less on your physical trait that you hate on your pimples, and instead focus on on the positive way that you interpret yourself. But the real value for you is that people will see past the pimples on your face and see you for the genuine person that you really are, which is what you want, right? Having people who see you for who you really are is what you want. So if you're interested in learning more about Social Awkward Bootcamp, the links are all below in the show notes or the description box. Come and apply. I'd love to work with you. I always get this hesitation because people think if you're applying to work with me that it means that you're obligated to work with me. That is not the case. If you are interested in Social Awkward Bootcamp, the application process does not oblige you or does not obligate you to work with me. It's simply a form. It's a Google Doc with there's free text that you can type in. And I just want to learn about your situation. I just want to know about your circumstance, your situation, and I'll get back to you and let you know if Social Awkward Bootcamp is a great fit for you. It's really just a way for me to find out if I can serve you or at least point you in the right direction to help you if it's not with me. And so click on that link below and apply and fill out your information. Let me know about your circumstance. You know, I found that people, so many people simply feel undeserving. They question their value or they wait for some external validation such as you're so attractive before they feel ready to start playing and winning in life. And your extraordinary success, you are deserving of extraordinary success just as much as everyone else. And you don't need anyone's permission to start living life on your terms. And even some people sought, you know, who seek more for their life They're surrounded by people who tell them otherwise. A lot of you are surrounded by people who say, why can't you just be happy with what you have? Why can't you just be satisfied and grateful for what you have? 
I'm here to tell you, don't feel discouraged to for your ambitions for a better life. Don't minimize your dreams or your hopes for your future for any reason. It's okay to want more. It's okay to feel like you are not fulfilling your potential. It's okay to feel like you're not. there's more for you out there. There's more that you can do. There's more than you can achieve. Don't let anyone make you feel smaller and that you need to play small in life. Don't let anyone gaslight you. You only get one life. We all get one life. And we all think we have another life to live. Or we all think we'll live till we're like 865 years old. Which is not going to happen. I'm going to tell you that. It's not going to happen. You get one life. Do not waste it in a way that's not serving you. You are the bottleneck to the life you want. If you want more friends, you not knowing how to phrase your physical traits in a positive way is stopping you from pushing past that uncomfort and getting to know people and starting a conversation, connecting with other people. And so I hope this live stream was helpful. I hope that this episode put things in perspective for you. And I hope this helped you take away, take that first step into changing the way you perceive yourself and whatever physical trait that you don't like about yourself because you are so much more than that one physical trait. And so I hope this episode was helpful. I love you all and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Speak Up to Connect podcast. I cherish you. I appreciate you. And thank you again for welcoming me into your life. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love to hear from you. Just head over to my Instagram at It's Nicole Jean and send me a DM with the word podcast so I know where you came from. Until next time, I'm your people skills coach rooting for you. Let's all continue to speak up to connect.